Okay, hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Radical Humanity. My name is Ben Hoover, and I'm currently a licensed marriage and family therapist, but I say currently because uh, in, gosh, a little over a month, I will be hitting the road. I'm closing up my practice. I'm packing up my car. I'm all excited because I'm, I'm getting nice and organized and throwing backpacking gear and camping gear and whatever I need and staying in hotels and hostels and campgrounds and, and probably camping illegally and um, sleeping in my car and, and staying with friends and family. And I'm just going on a journey. I don't know what's going to turn up. In fact, I'm, uh, man, I'm emotionally when I talk about it right now because I'm, I'm moved by it. Like I'm excited for this opportunity. I'm scared because I'm leaving everything that I've known. Um, but, uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm yearning and longing to connect even more to myself, um, to find more of who I am, uh, without, uh, the, the presence, less and less of the presence of judgment, that there's something wrong with me, or that's what I mean by judgment. And, um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm uprooting, and I'm, I'm seeking, I don't know where I'll end up. I could come back here and open up my practice again. I could, uh, um, I could end up, uh, uh, in another state, in another country. I, I live in a farm. I have no idea. I have no idea, but I'm bringing my writings. I'm bringing my iPad and my, uh, my audio interface and mic, and I'm going to record episodes and write and, and post things and, um, and, and share, share, share some of these, uh, a good portion of these experiences that I am capturing on this odyssey. And I like, I like odyssey. It's, it's sounds more fantastical and cinematic. <laughs> um, and so anyway, um, so yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to be uh, closing up shop and venturing out and, uh, it, it's been a long time coming. You know, it's it's hard because I, my undergrad was what like four and a half years. My graduate program was three years. My uh, my uh, interning to become a licensed therapist uh, um, uh, took uh, two years on that, and then I've been running my practice for uh, it'll be close to three and a half years, and then I'm going right and because uh, there's often been something nagging, itching at me that something's missing. And, and when I say something's missing, it doesn't necessarily mean there's another job out there or, or career, or, you know, because I know that I, I, there's a part of me that loves the work that I do, um, the genuine connections and stuff. But there's, there's been something young in me, small, undeveloped, I don't even like, just an insecurity that I don't know truly entirely who I am, that I'm looking forward to discovering more of myself out there. And so, uh, so yeah, so I'm living off savings and, and I'm, I'm, uh, kind of flying by the seat of my pants. I'm going wherever I feel compelled to go. Um, I'm not booking anything unless maybe that day or the day before or whatnot, or, um, I'm, I have no, I have no physical destination in mind. I have spots that I'm going to go see and, and, you know, Grand Canyon and Zion and Painted Desert and the East Coast and, but, uh, anyway... Yeah, so stay tuned. There'll be more to come for that. But uh, on that. But anyway, uh, so welcome to my podcast show where I I really explore my own life, um, the psychological, theological realm, um, the personal, relational, just my whole kind of human self. 
and I, I explore with curiosity and, and I enjoy doing this and uh, uh, because there's these moments in my life, events in my life that to me, they stand out to me and they're worth exploring. They, they, they uh, in a good way, itch at me of, ooh, I want to talk about that. I want to explore that. I want to see what I what I kind of discover, and I want to put that out in the world. And I've I've developed more of this disposition. If I want to be more vulnerable, not just conceptually, even though I like doing that stuff, and I have plenty of conceptual pieces and more to come. Um, I do love that, but but I want to incorporate a lot of my personal life. Um, there's something when people share about their life for me that it gives me permission, and it opens something up in me, and I connect more with them. Um, even if it's, uh, even if it's through a podcast show or it's, it's with a client or it's with a friend. Um, and so, so I've been more, um, there's been more of this, this governing to be vulnerable, to be honest, to be genuine. But the other thing is too, is, uh, in all honesty, I actually recorded this episode a while back, you know, maybe like several weeks ago. And the other week, I was in a rough spot. I mean, I was so pissed and I was judging the world and life and everyone and myself. And I was just, I was just machine gunning everything and uh, to myself. And, and although I did go off on a friend of mine and he, he was, I, I love my friend. He, he, Man, was he safe, and he resp- he was just responded so beautifully and so securely and so solidly. He didn't react to me, um, and I realized after my personal therapy session that I got pretty hostile with him, just with the world, and I <laughs> I just went off and and but beneath that, beneath the judgment, um, was was this really beautiful discovery of something more tender, something more vulnerable, something more gentle that, um, that I wanted connection with people, but really I also wanted to feel connected and secure and know myself even more and feel more grounded within that I can then, and, and I'm talking about on a human level, on a spiritual level to, to know myself securely that I can connect with people out of that place. Women, you know, in the dating world and relationships, um, and not depending on people for uh, to fill some hole in me. It's this this identity, this, this what feels lost to quote unquote complete me. And um, anyway, and so I scrapped this episode because there was a moment where it it just got judgmental, and I'm like, nope. And I don't. And that's the thing is, I less and less do I want to approach life that way with judgment. And when I say judgment, I mean that there's something wrong or it, it, it's black, it's this black or white thinking. It's, um, it should be this way. It shouldn't be this way where it's evaluative of other people where more I can put words to my experiencing what I like, what I don't like, what I want, what I don't want, what, but not, uh, or as things happen as they are in interactions with people, interactions with, uh, just experiences, events in my life and what, and, and the reactions that come up in me. And, uh, and, and that, uh, that desire is so much stronger in me to embrace life that way. Um, and I feel more at peace that way. And, and actually I laugh a lot more when it's not so serious and it's not so heavy. It's, it's not so, um, uh, um, just stocked with loaded is a better word, loaded with, with judgment, with this criticism. 
And so I scrapped the episode. I didn't want to do it from that angle. Um, and then after that really hard week, this what on earth was this really intense longing, emotional, very emotional of, man, do I want to laugh more in life? I do, and these moments come out, but then the, the clouds of heaviness roll in, and it becomes very weighty and very, very challenging and convoluted, and it confiscates uh, a, a real, um, real enjoyment of, of existence. And, uh, and so, and so out of this kind of emotional place, I, not only did I want to laugh more, but I wanted to feel more secure and I wanted to embrace life without this judgment, without this, uh, with less and less of this heaviness. And so I thought, okay, you know, I'm, I'm not getting rid of the dating, the, the doing these episodes. I'm not, you know, canceling those out. Um, I got to, I want to come back to them. And partly, if I, you know, full confession here, partly why I'm doing these dating episodes, I mean, I do want to talk about my experiences because my first, uh, my first episode, my podcast series, uh, when it was actually called Narrow Gate, uh, before I, I changed the name to Radical Humanity, uh, I, um, the first episode was about dating and it was called Dating Nice to Meet Yourself. But, uh, but I wanted to do a bit more because, uh, dating for me has been rocky, few and far between. I've had some relationships. I've fell in love. Um, I've had some, you know, just little kind of dates here and there. But I, 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 but out of those experiences, as painful as it's been, as frustrated as I've been at times, um, with the unpredictability and the the heartbreak and the the disappointments at times, boy, have I have I learned a lot. But I, I really want to do these episodes because I. I I enjoy the titles, and so I thought, yeah, I got, I got to, you know, for the titles alone, I, 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 I got to do these episodes. I want to. Um, so I have two. This is one of two episodes on dating that I'm going to do, um, and and so uh, so this dating episode is called "It's Not You, It's Me," slash, damn, and uh, and so let, let, let's jump into it, shall we? Now. Um, it's not you, it's me, right? The first part of this, that title, that's a that's a that's a common phrase that I'm sure most of you know of. Um, and usually, it's kind of cliche. It's kind of a, a sort of a self protective response when you're breaking up with someone, you know, and you try to kind of soften the blow and and soften the the uh, cushion, the uh, sort of anesthetize the deep penetrating kind of sword you're going to plunge into the person that you metaphorically speaking that um uh, that you're 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 going to end it that you 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 try to soften it by saying oh it's it's not you it's really it's me but i uh and uh but i took that to mean actually it's actually true some i mean yes partially it's you but really it's about me and i'll tell you why cuz for me what i've discovered that dating is a selfish endeavor. And when I say selfish, I mean that in, in, in non-judgmentally, I mean that in the best sense of the term. When I say selfish, I mean this is about me. This is for me. Um, growing up in the Christian church and having that background, uh, and then the purity culture where, uh, where the message uh, is heavily uh, uh, broadcasted that, that sex 
is only good and only meant for marriage um, and to avoid that at all costs and it's you're sinning or they're just or not even just sinning is it's going to cause all these problems and whatnot so they put all these warnings and restrictions around that right um, but also dating you know you court someone you, you you there's a there's a method depending on sort of the uh, the, the, the church setting one was a part of um, and 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 all of that kind of puts this, sort of warning, um, these cautions, uh, these, this kind of, uh, these white lines to stay within the lane to avoid, uh, to avoid disaster. But for me, man, pain and heartbreak is a part of this experience. And it's, and it's, it's, it's unavoidable and it's inevitable. And I'm going to even say it's vital. It's just a part of it. It is a stumbling, rocky road to finding what love is, to finding who I am, to finding what I want. And so this is an odyssey. It's a journey. It's, it's a tra- there are travels in this of self-discovery. It's purely for me, when I'm, when I'm going in the, to, on to a date or to a date and I, um, or, uh, or, or just the, the, the idea of dating for me is that this is about seeking. But what am I seeking? I'm seeking who I like. But but in that, I'm also seeking the kind of connection I want, the kind of person I'm drawn to and attracted to, the kind of love that I'm looking for. And that means sometimes, sometimes people like they slam dunk it right away. <laughs> they they find the person, they don't date a lot, and, and somehow it works out. But that's not everyone's story, right? But for me, this is, an, this is about an evolving consciousness, evolving awareness, a deepened uh, understanding and insight into myself and into who I want to connect with. Um, but it's also, not only do I gain more awareness by going out and exploring, but it's also this partnership of going in the unknown, right? I'm not going to know. I can create a list, right? People will ask that at times of, well, who, who, do you, who are you interested in? I'll, I'll be honest with you. I have no fucking clue sometimes. I mean, I can whittle it down in terms of the kind of connection, but I don't know. I mean, because it really is an experiential endeavor. It is about going, leaping into the unpredictable and just seeing what's there. Now, when I first started out dating... And this, I'm going to talk more about this actually in the other episode. Um, but uh, boy, oh boy, would I, you know, just the first connection with some, with a woman that I was attracted to, and oh my God, would I be in, you know, in, in heaven, in nirvana, and thinking, oh my God, we're going to be married. <laughs> and, and I would fantasize, and, right? and none of that was bad. I mean, that was just a part of kind of the, the new experience of being in the dating realm. But yeah, would I just spend time in these euphoric fantasies with this person? And I, I mean, without even barely knowing them, which is, oh my God, they smiled at me. They talked to me. They laughed. They liked me. They were interested. Oh my God, we're going to get married. And that's how it started out for me. Um, but then through, through experiences of, of relationships dissolving, of heartbreak, of ending, things not working out, um, yeah, that fantasy life uh, certainly got ruptured 
certainly it was punctured. <laughs> certainly it was squashed. Um, and, and, and understandably so, because what it did is it started to create more of a, 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 a grounding, uh, more of a, a, less of this derailment into this sort of fictional life, into this illusory sort of dimension. And more in this grounded, connected, real reality, as li- as things happen as they were, without reading so much into it. Sure, there's excitement. Sure, there's desire. Sure, there's uh, pleasure. Sure, there's 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 some fantasy. But underneath the fantasy, right? Fantasy can become uh, almost convincing that it's that it's reality. However, um, Fantasy, if, if, if I get more to the real within the fantasy, it's just the expression of desire. It's the imagining of want, of yearning, right? But it's hard because, man, when, when I've gotten locked into fantasy, oh boy, it, it takes a bit to shake me out of that. And it takes some, it takes some mass, mass explosions of pain to, to, uh, to really kind of destroy the the nirvana-like clouds of, of, of uh, fantasy. And so, um, but, so yeah, so as I've, I've endeavored in, in the dating world, and I haven't dated a ton here and there, um, uh, it's, it, it's been kind of a wake-up call. That man, oh man, am, am, am I new and young and small in this world? Um, and I have a lot to learn. And boy, have I learned a lot in those experiences. But one of the things uh, to get back to the the topic here is that uh, is that I'm seeking for me. This is this is even less about the other person, and this is more for me. Now, oftentimes for me, um, because I've wanted that loving, serious, committed, connected partnership. Um, it would be, it's often been externally based. How they see me, how they view me, and altering myself to be loved, that, that they would be attracted, right? Instead, rather than actually just being who I am. But because there has been both the, the longing for love and the fear of losing it and not having it, um, that, uh, that out of that place sometimes has been this inauthenticity this sort of shifting, changing of myself to please the other so I can, you know, win them over. But really, the real winning over uh, at times has been when I've been genuine, when I've just been secure in my own skin, where I've gotten angry, where I've, where I've gotten emotional, where I've gotten, um, where I've laughed, where I've been playful. And boy, has that uh, unearthed more and more, where there's less of the serious. Okay, right away we got to push for really deep, serious uh, conversation, and and you know, and I and I I've I've got to secure in the other person that they like me, that they're in, that they're you know, and it may not have been said explicitly like that, but boy, has it been felt. And I uh, in a writing that I just posted uh, earlier this week. Um, I talk about having these sudden disappearances where women on dating websites or whatnot are like basically just go MIA. There's no response back because they felt such an intensity. But what's been beautiful is that when I am not, don't have that intensity of um, trying to lock down the relationship and, and secure it and, 
it's got to happen this way and I and um and it's holding on when I approach it just free freely and openly and with with laughter and humor and playfulness oh my god and the ability to laugh at myself oh man does that create the connection god and that's it's for me it's exciting to talk about that because oh man I to approach life that way not just dating but life it, it, with that penchant, with that nature, with being able to laugh, tease myself, and and playfully tease the other person, and and have good banter back and forth, and enjoy it, and and experience sex together, and sexual, and not in this context of it's got to be this way. Boy, is that freeing, and exciting, and nerve wracking. Right? Because there's this potential for pain. There's this, There could be a good connection and it not turn out. Right? There could be great sex and great conversation. and But it may, it may turn out that, nope, not this person. Interesting. Right? I mean, the, it, it is a mystery. You know, where the, where the, you know, finding the frequencies that align. Um, but, but that's, you know, for me, that's been this whole mindset of, man, I am... I'm an experienced dating, experienced dating just to enjoy it for myself. It's about me enjoying this. It's about me coming alive, becoming more honest and open and, uh, and uh, being able to laugh and tease and be creative and, and enjoy. And, and, also, and also, there's such an enjoyment in getting to know the other person too. I've, that you know, dating experience I'm going to talk about that I had last year um, in the first, the first date we went on, I loved, it was, I just loved, I think I was more excited just about how, how, uh, how great of a conversationalist I can be, how I can really enter into someone's world and, and show a lot of interest. And I mean that genuinely, like I, I start, it's, it's actually really thrilling. Um, and, uh, and so, and so this, this journey has been about, uh, finding my own identity uh, finding what I love, what I don't, what I like, what I don't like, what I want, what I don't want, um, what doesn't feel right, what does, what 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 uh, feels connected, what doesn't, um, and yes, it has been painful, but man, do I look back? Sometimes I don't want the pain. I mean, even the the, the last weekend, I was, I was in deep pain over the this relationship that ended, you know, six months ago or something, and. You know, the first woman that I, I fell head over heels in love with, and um, but man, did I, yeah, oh God, did it ache, and I just let myself cry, and and there was some judgment that came up, and I know I was judging myself because I was digging into memories and trying to, you know, think about okay, well, you know, wh- why'd she do that, what does that mean, or does that, you know, looking for reassurance or whatever, and um, and I had to pop out of that and realize, okay. I'm judging myself like this is, all of this is reacting out of pain. I'm just hurting. I'm hurting over the loss. I'm hurting because there's longing and yearning and desire and want. And, and there's the pain that it didn't work out. Um, but that pain is also, uh, um, it is unearthed and it's deepened a greater understanding and awareness for me of what I want. It's brightened. It's illuminated. Awareness is a good way to put it for me, um, and so 
so that's that's but, but yeah it's been this stumbling kind of in the dark process of what f- something feels off and once the once this kind of euphoric nirvana oh my god like in the first experience like um oh my god this 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 is the one once that wanes and once that really diminishes all of a sudden comes the reality and i start to attune to my experience in the midst of the person and afterwards of huh i like this person but something feels off here something didn't sit well with me interesting and that brings me into that experience with this young, this woman that i went on a date two dates with last year and uh and this was uh in the um there was a a space in the breakup with um my ex-girlfriend uh where we you know we weren't talking we obviously we'd broken up and so i went on a date and um and this woman very attractive physically attractive and um you know just yeah just very very beautiful and uh and and you know i was a nervous wreck and i'm you know we meet up at this pub and and we talk and stuff and and i'm i'm just really getting to know her you know and and enjoying getting to know her and she's talking opening up and then she you know she clearly enjoyed her time so much that she then said um you want to go get dinner and i said absolutely and so we went for a walk downtown sacramento and we end up we just literally walked we walked wherever we didn't even have a destination in mind or a specific place picked out and uh and then we end up going to this tapas place and then we um we ended up eating and i think we spent like four hours together and and it was it was a really enjoyable time and i i remember leaving that i said I'd, i'd like to see you again and she said yeah i would i would too and so i i uh, I ended up leaving, and I was just so euphoric. Oh my God, was I just on cloud nine? And not not because of it wasn't this like fantasy. Of, oh my God, this is gonna work out. It was more there was this ebullient, uh, energetic, uh, euphoric uh, ex- um, reaction in me because because I did it <laughs> right. It was like I mastered this in the sense of. Um, mastered is probably not, but, but at least being able to navigate, oh, another first date and, and being able to have great conversation and, and, and sustain the conversation and keep going. And, you know, I was funny and laughed and, and like I said, I just, I, I enjoyed who I was. And I remember meeting up with a friend afterwards. We went to Whole Foods and, um, oh my God, I was interacting with strangers and making jokes. And, um, I mean, this, this is, this is the bend that comes out when, I take risks and and I'm not judging myself and I and I'm enjoying it. Like, oh my god, I wish <laughs> I wish I was like that all the time. I'm hoping that this journey really kind of secures that. But um oh, it was so so enjoyable. And then um so then but then what was interesting is you know, a day or two afterwards I started thinking about the date, like something on an experiential level, not, you know, not analyzing it too much. And I'm like, you know, the thing that stands out to me the most is that she didn't ask a lot about me. When she did, she would, but it, I don't want to say it was reluctant, but there certainly didn't carry the kind of energy um, that I've experienced in the past with people and that that I 
um, that I expressed. Not that it has to be expressed that way. Um, you know, I wasn't this over the top, you know, um, gregarious person. It was just, I just noticed that there wasn't a lot of, uh, a lot of wanting to know me. And so in that time, I, I, it, 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 it didn't sit well with me and I got anxious about it. I remember processing in therapy that week, later that week and, and telling him about it. And, and he goes, you know, and, and he pointed out, my therapist pointed out, well, it's good that you're, you know, that you're, you're in the experience and yet your wheels are turning at the same time. You're starting to think a little bit more uh, uh, and, and, and put some understanding or awareness to the, to the visceral reactions happening in you. And, and I said, and I told him, I said, but what, you know, does that mean that she then, you know, if she's not asking me, what does that mean that she's not asking me questions? Does that mean she doesn't like me? And, uh, and so it, it kind of became, you know, sort of this, there was an anxiousness to that and a, and a panic and a fear about it. Um, and I sort of became uh, overwhelmed with this reaction and this thought of, well, maybe that means she doesn't like me. And, and he flipped it around. I loved it. He flipped around and he said, no, that actually means that you don't like her. And I, oh, so beneath this kind of anxious, urge, urgent, um, uh, um, kind of panicky feeling of what, of, of her not liking me, this kind of externally focused, uh, reaction that really beneath that was something more inherent in me, something connected to myself of, oh, this is something I'm not liking. This is something I'm desiring. Um, and so, so anyway, so for me, it was a red flag. And so we ended up, you know, going on a second date. And, um, and I noticed that as we talked, she, she talked a little bit. And this was me kind of paying a little more attention and, uh, to, to how she responded and the questions she asked me and if she showed interest in me. And in the beginning, she seemed really interested and whatnot. And we were sharing food and talking and we were talking about work. And, um, and then... And then I noticed at some point, and she would ask about me a little bit and stuff, and um, but it was often, again, it didn't have, it, 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 how do I describe it? It felt, it didn't, again, quite have that energy, really quite that interest. Um, and, uh, and so she, um, but she asked me some stuff, and I remember feeling in the midst of this time together, I started to lose interest. I started to feel bored. The energy wasn't there. Conversations felt a little more forced for me. Um, I felt more tired and exhausted. And that was a good sign that I was experiencing something from her. Um, and, and, uh, and so anyway, there's a, there's a lot more to that story that I won't go into, but um, because, you know, she ended up ghosting me and not responding and whatnot. And there was, you know, she judged me and anything. But, um, but... Uh, but afterwards though, there was this, and after that, and, and the judgmental texts I got from her and her assumptions of me and, uh, some of the thing like decision I made, um, with the date, she, uh, it started to tell me or informed me, uh, something, uh, what I was experiencing with her. Um, and, but, but even less about her, it spoke to more what I was, uh, what I was wanting, which was. To, to have someone, to be with someone, not have someone, but to be with someone who was interested, who really wanted to know me intimately, right? Um, 
on an emotional, psychological, sexual level, whatnot. But um, but I, I, I was I was yearning, I was desiring that. And that's what beneath the urgency, beneath the fear, uh, and then in the midst of me feeling bored and feeling disconnected, I guess bored is a, a different, a better way or the uh, maybe a, a, better, a better description for that would be um, that I felt disconnected. Didn't, didn't feel closer and connected or I didn't experience that with her. And so, but that's, that for me unearthed and, and illuminated, clarified uh, something that I was wanting. Oh, I want connection where I, I want this, I want this kind of reciprocating experience of, of getting to know each other, wanting to know each other on an intimate level. Uh, on an emotional, psychological level. Like that's, I realized that for me, that's important. It may not be important to, to others or, you know, maybe they, they have a, a limited capacity. I don't know. But for me, what I discovered in that was, oh, I want this. This is definitely something I want. Is this kind of intimate, is a kind of intimate connection that didn't happen with this woman. But that was, that was for me, was such a cool moment as I look back of discovering that. Um, and then that brings me back to this past relationship that I was in, the one that ended six months ago. And it was a very rocky, tumultuous, she lived in another country and, you know, we, we connected and had a fling and I fell in love. I, I think she did too. I'm not sure. But, um, but at least I fell head over heels and it was my first sexual experience actually. Um, and so that like man to that earth, something primal in me, but I fell for her deeply. And, um, and this happened almost two years ago. Um, but, uh, but in the course of that relationship, and obviously it's very hard to do a relationship over the phone. It's really the more of the distance is what killed the relationship than anything. And it, and it really prevented us from getting to know each other and have, I think, even good closure or good understanding of what we want. It was, it was so, it was conversational, but it didn't have, uh, it really lacked the connection, even though we had, you know, some, months here in Sacramento and then in Ireland. Um, but it, it wasn't, it wasn't enough time cause it was broken up with us then having to say goodbye. And then, you know, anyway, um, that's for another time. But, but during that time, uh, I would overlook my, these visceral experiences I was having. Uh, things I was experiencing about her in our conversations together, things that felt off to me, but also, that this insecurity that so intensified an anxiety in me had to do with this long distance, that this wasn't working. But I, but for me, I tried to like muster the strength and tried to like, you know, white knuckle it through that and hold on to the relationship. And I had, oh my God, it was, it was a waking nightmare. I mean, I had restless nights. I would weep at times. I mean, I'm talking about as we're together, I would panic. There was jealousy that came out of me and, and, um, you know, just the side of myself that like, that in this insecurity, just, uh, just really, uh, really showed up. Um, and this distance really engendered that really created that. And, um, and so, but in this relationship, I would try to, I, I think I, uh, desperately tried to hold on to it. And there was this struggle and conflict in myself to become genuine because I was afraid of losing her and, and, and not just her leaving, but I think now that I realized that I held back being genuine and honest, um, ex just, yeah, expressing that authenticity, 
uh, a lot of it even being anger because I was afraid that of coming to the realization about her, about this relationship, that this isn't working. And deep beneath that was this fear of loss. Uh, and, but I would ignore these signals and, and this fear of facing my loneliness, a loneliness that had lived in me because really out of this place of loneliness, um, and, and uh, this, again, this is going to be in this, this uh, upcoming episode as well, another upcoming episode. But out of this place was this desire that she would fill this hole in me, this incompleteness, this insecurity. Um, and, and so I, I did, I was manipulative in moments. It was all to try to get this reassurance and get her to come back. And, um, and she would do the same thing as well. And, and so, um, but at the base of this was this, what was being communicated was this primal level that, man, I wanted love. But also, this wasn't working. This, something was off. And, you know, and I, I, and I, I w- would not look at that. I didn't want to. And I think unconsciously I didn't want to. Um, but sometimes I didn't. Sometimes I, I purposely, I didn't want to face it. I didn't want to face this pain that this wasn't going to work this way. That I was, that this was going to dissolve eventually, um, but I wasn't ready to give that up. And so underneath this anxiety or this desperation, so to speak, or this urgency was, was a truth, right? That I was so consumed and engulfed by fear. It was, it was a painful truth that this wasn't working. But also what I discovered in this was how much I wanted close, intimate connection, not in a like uh, how much I wanted it, not a neediness of like, I have to, I have to have this to feel nourished and, 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 uh, and to cure this famished feeling inside myself, but, but how genuinely, intrinsically, I wanted something more personal, something more interactive, some where, where this, where a woman would, would open up more about herself and there was self-reflection and, and, and for me that there was a playfulness and an enjoyment and because man, I, I lost that. In the beginning, it was there, and then I started to lose that because there was this incredible fear of loss and, and experiencing the pain of that loss. And so I, boop, I lost that. <laughs> it would go away. And in moments, it would come out where I'd hang out with friends. I'd go snowshoeing. And we and then me and my, my girlfriend, my ex, would have these lively conversations, and there wasn't this uh, need to cling or hold on or get reassurance from her. And it was the most beautiful time, most beautiful moments that showed me as I look back, ah, that's, that's what I want, is to be solid inside myself, is to enjoy my life, is to enjoy who I am, is to have my own passions and my own uh, outlets and my own lifestyle, right? And um, yeah, I remember an ex, another ex-girlfriend of mine said, Ben, live your life and I'll follow. You know, and that may not be every woman, but for her, like, you know, it was, but there was truth in that of be solid in your own self, have your own life, have your own existence. Don't, you know, manipulate yourself just to be with me, right? And that's what I'm talking about is there's a desperation that's, that has to do with identity as I need you for me. I have to have you instead of, I want you. Um, I want to be with you. I want, I want to embrace a life together. I want to, you know, life uh, I, I want to create together in a way. That's, I like that, that there's this experience of creating together. Then this, I need this person to fill this gap in me. But that's, that's what, there's so much learning that came from this relationship that I'm grateful for. 
Um, and this is one of those. And I, and I noticed, and this was worked out in my own therapy, that, that I would often project onto her something that I wanted. I made her out to be, uh, I idealized her to be someone that she isn't. And not that she was bad or there was something wrong about her. Not, not at all. She's this incredible, beautiful person. Um, but, you know, I mean, there were also things that she did that really hurt, that stood out, that didn't feel right with me, that, that didn't sit well, that was, something was off. Um, you know, but I, 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 there was, whether I, I don't think I, sometimes it was verbal, but, but oftentimes in me was this, um, was this frustration, is a good way to put it, this frustration of I wanted her to be someone that she wasn't that I projected these personal ideologies and desires onto her, you know, believed that she was the one and, and forced that demanded that to happen in a way, whether I did it explicitly to her or just internally was like, I wanted her to go at my pace and I wanted her to be more open and I want her to be this and I want her to be that. And I, and there would be times where I thought like, even in these, uh, the times that she was here with me that I thought, man, she's, you know, she's so deep and there is depth to her, but I think, there was this wanting, uh, this this idea that she was deeper than than I think what she had the capacity for, and it's it doesn't mean there's something wrong with her. It just meant for me. I think I was I realized I was wanting someone who would be deep and vulnerable in the moment, that would be self reflective, that could talk about her own reactions she was having in response to me, and that wasn't the case. And I was also working that out of myself of learning to be genuine, of learning to be vulnerable, of learning to be honest, um, and not manipulative. And oh my God, was that hard. And, um, I mean, really it was, it was hard to find that genuineness and not be manipulative, not try to create an external reaction, but to just respond, to be proactive, to share myself. Um, but all that to say was that that projection was, was such a uh, powerful, potent realization of, oh, I know I'm putting this on her, but really this speaks to a desire to have a kind of connection with, with, with someone, um, the, the specific kind of connection, and that I can't force it, that it's, it's to be natural, and that I'm to invite it as well. I'm to share of myself in that way. And that's been the experience that I have wanted to bring into the dating world. That this, yes, there's this funny, comical, playful, humorous side, but also there's, which is honest, but there's also these other honest sides. When something feels off, when I don't like something, but it doesn't come from this place where it's demanding, where it's forced, where, where I need the person to be this way. It's that all it is is that I share it. Look, I'm looking for this, that I want this. And just like it would be in a friendship or family or whatever, is, is that, or even with clients, is that I'm just, I'm the, I share myself honestly, genuinely, openly. And that sends an invite for someone to connect at that level. But it cannot be manipulated or forced. I've tried it. <laughs> it doesn't work. Um, it, goes, it goes sour. But I'm, I'm grateful for these experiences because it did, it taught me that. It taught me who I want to be and it taught me um, what, and it also brought out who I am. Not even who I want to be as just a future thing to arrive to, but also who I am underneath that. What clouds that is, is sometimes an anxiety or, or this urgency or an anxiety, this, this fear of, okay, you know, and this, this need to consume and hold tight to the person. 
Um, and boy, oh boy, does that not work. Um, and so anyway, so, so these signals within that I've learned more and more to pay attention to, man, do they teach me a lot. Are they, they're showing me clearly, honestly, of, of what I'm desiring and, and what I'm seeking, what I'm searching for. And I'm grateful for that, to become more attuned to my body, to become more attuned to the, uh, the visceral, primal stirrings going on in me. Um, but yes, it is a tumultuous road of discovery in that. But, it, but like I said, this is, this is about me. This is about finding me. And this is about finding the, the kind of me that I am underneath this, who I've always been. But the pain and the heartbreak and the struggle and the frustration are, uh, are in, inherent and uh, inevitable experiences within this realm. And boy, did I not know that. <laughs> I think maybe intuitively I knew that, which is why I avoided dating for so long. Um, but, uh, but yes, these experiences, this is, uh, this is, it's, it's inevitable to go out, to seek, to find, to discover, and to see what it is that I really want. And that brings me to the other epi- the other part of this episode, which is the damn part. And the reason why I say damn is because I have a chiropractor that I see weekly, and I, I love this guy. And we get some good conversations, but his wife had died years and years ago, and then he started dating, and then didn't work out, and now he found, now he uh, matched up with someone, and he said, you know, we're, she's head over heels for me, I'm head over heels for her, and I'm starting to look at rings, and it's just, it was so cool, I just love it, and, and he told me, he said, Ben, you know, you, you want the, you want that person that's gonna say, that you both are gonna say to each other, damn, Right, and I, 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 I don't know if I belly laughed at that, but I, I got a good laugh, and and yet I thought, man, oh man, I, I am going to do an episode to this, and because I, I just loved that interaction, and it really did, uh, kind of stamp in me, it, it, it secured in me, or, or, uh, what's, what's, what's a better word? I'm searching for something here that that. It confer validated in me that yes, I do want that. I didn't have that, but part of that is because of the long distance. Part of that's because of the ocean between us and this last relationship. But, but honestly, like, um, I want to experience that with someone. That it's damn on both ends of there's this head over heels. I want to be with her. I want to be with him, um, and get out of my way. <laughs> obstacles kind of thing but that there is there's still awareness it's not blind for me there was this wanting to be with my ex um but there was a blindness as well i couldn't i I was it was clouded it was obfuscated the reality of of that there's this ocean there's this long distance of who she is you know and 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 so um and who knows i might contact her and connect and on a friendship level and be able to laugh and talk about that and might and and i don't know what what is created out of that, but, but I don't know. All I know is that I'm not ready to kind of reconnect in that sense and, and have, and just be able to have a good friendship conversation, you know, cause I think there's more, there's still part of me that wants more. Um, but it's, uh, but there's, it still comes from this place of insecurity, um, of wanting uh, her to fulfill sort of this hole in me. 
Um, and so, but I, I just, it, it, it just touched me and it got, it just got me laughing when he said, you know, the whole, you know, you want someone to say, damn, you want that. And it makes sense. And I thought about how I had a client in the past who had a long distance relationship. I remember listening to him and thinking, I I want this with my ex, you know, I, I, this is, this is how I want it to be. This is how, you know, almost it's supposed to be where they just would talk all the time, but they would also all often plan. And of course they were both in the States, but, um, but you know, there was this frequent interaction and also this planning and intentional planning of seeing each other, of having dates picked out of when we're going to go here and come here. And I thought, yeah, that's, that's how you navigate long distance. And so there was at that time, there was a sadness because that wasn't the case for me. But also a longing and a confirmation, oh, this is what happens when people are like in really intentional, really wanting to be with each other and are in that damn, you know, like get me to this person kind of place. And there's, and but it comes from a wanting. Then it does come from, um, I know desperation sounds judgmental, but, but comes from this anxiety of I need this person rather than I want this person. Um, and, uh, and so anyway, so yeah, so this is this episode. I loved it. I love I love learning from these experiences. I don't love the pain, to be honest, but I love sometimes the learning from the pain. Um, but yeah, I this this is this life. I just love that I can embrace life this way. Um, and for a long time, I've avoided the unknown for for the because of the aftermath of pain that that would result or could potentially result. But I'm for all the more grateful because there's been a strengthening me that has it's deepened me in it and uh, it's uh, alivened something in me and it's strengthened something, emboldened something in me to be more honest, genuine, to find myself. And in that, I can enjoy the people around me and enjoy the women I connect with and go on dates with a whole lot more. And I am so thankful for that because that's certainly how I want to operate. <laughs> Not out of this like need me, fulfill me place, complete me, but out of this place of, you know, I am complete in my own self, but I want someone in my life and I want to share life together and I want to make love together and I want to create together. That's the difference. And how exciting that life is like that, right? How shitty sometimes <laughs> that it's got to be a stumbling process of developing awareness and consciousness, and but but really cool at the same time. So, on that note, till next time, folks.